I do not own any rights to this book. Today I'll be reading for you Daughters of the Dust. Chapter 1, The Land They appeared along the southeastern coast, a group of shallow islands that rose from the receding waters of the Ice Age. Fragile bits of land anchored by tenacious grasses and pebbles, the island moved constantly with the roll of the tide and the violent storm that buffeted, that buffeted the coast. Over time, the islands began to form themselves as the plants and the shrubs took hold. They would continue moving to the west, changing their shapes, always searching for a place of preeminence. Dotted with swamps, marshes, and bogs, and tempered by the sea breeze and the hot, humid air, the islands were rich with flora and wildlife. Corn, pumpkins, and beans grew in profusion in the peculiar mixture of sand, silt, clay, and natural matter. Wild grapes hung from the bows of the, of the great oaks, and walnuts and pecans rained down when the warm breeze blew through. Huge herds of white-tailed deer roamed the coastlands while black bears stalked the swamplands and wild turkeys sounded their warnings from the lush underbrush. The waters, both fresh and salt, abound with mullet, brim, rock shrimp, spot, oysters, and crab. Then, as always, following the trail of wildlife came the ancient people. At first, they fled the raids of the north. Then they sought the warmer climes and the gentler breeze. When they came upon this land of abundance, they gave praise and offered tribute to Mother Earth for her kindness and generosity. Settling along the shore, they called their new home Chikora. It was the first of many names that this land would have. Each tribe that settled the land would give the, uh, the islands other names. San Miguel, Guadalupe, Galu, Chihuahua, Eristo, Johns, St. Helan, Dafuski, Kiwa, 
Guatemala. By the time the African captives arrived, the land would be known as the Sea Islands. It would not be the land of refuge for these people, for they had not come willingly. Herded onto the ships that would transport them across the Atlantic Sea, the people of West Africa stolen from Gambia, Angelo, Benin, Sierra Leone, Niagara, and the Golden Coast would arrive in Charleston, South Carolina, designated for the harsh work on plantations throughout the South. For some, the trip would be even longer to the far reaches of Texas. For others, it would be a short trip down the coast to the rice and cotton plantations of the Sea Islands. For most, it would be the last trip of their lives. They would spend their entire lives on the island, laboring from day clean to day done, clearing the land, dredging the swamps, building the houses, planting the seeds, and harvesting the crops. They would rarely see their white masters, who had long since quit to the mainland, escaping the heavy, humid air. The sulfurous swamps, the poisonous snakes, and the black swarms of mosquitoes that brought the plague of malaria. It would be a severe life. But left to their own means, they would survive and thrive, raising their families, praying to their gods, holding sacred the ways of the land from which they came. They would trade, share, and learn from the ancient people who still walk the island. Islands. And from this blending of old and new came the unique culture and the tongue known as Gullah or Geechee.